What the Flux is brought to you by DeLoreanRental.com. If you're looking to rent a DeLorean time machine, DeLorean Rental has you covered. They have time machines all across the United States, the UK, Germany, France, Italy, and adding more cars daily. Check out all of their packages to see what would best fit your event at DeLoreanRental.com or call 708-292-0236. Hi everybody, this is Bob Gale, co-creator, co-writer, co-producer of Back to the Future, and you're listening to What the Flux. Live from the former Institute of Future Technology in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to What the Flux. Hey, it's Leah Thompson. What the Flux. Cool name for a podcast. With your hosts, Caitlin Larkin and Eugene Schnee. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, freaks and geeks, to another exciting episode of the only podcast that understands what the Tasmanian devil actually says. I love What the Flux. It is a... <laughs> It is, as always, your fan favorite, best friend in time, Eugene in the house. How are you, Eugene? I'm doing great, Eugene. How are you? I'm doing amazing, Eugene. And, of course, as always, it's Caitlin Larkin in the house. See, I don't need to go to a psych ward because I don't talk to myself like you do. I'm not a cyborg. Cyborg? <laughs> I said a psych ward. Oh, a cy- cyborg. <laughs> Maybe I we, think, don't, we don't have any fun recording this podcast at all. Zero fun you know, at all. It's such a burden. I think you know, through what, what my girl said the other day, I think I might need a hearing aid. You might. You might need a hearing aid. Huh? What's that? That I'm amazing? Thank you. I really appreciate that. How are you? Everything good? Everything's good. Awesome. How have you been? Uh, the voices in my head, girl. Yeah. Well, yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm excited, but I'm really excited about today's episode. Yeah, me too. You know, we usually do some epi- some shows that are not that good. What do you mean, not that good? Um, All of our uh, shows are we've good. We've done some shows that are not that good. Well, some but of the this, earlier shows. But, but this show today, I guarantee you, folks, I give you my little pinky. It is a good one. It is a good one. Because we got our insider scoop on the Back to the Future musical. That's right. The show that everybody and their mother, by the way, Mm. say hi to your mom. She Uh, does say hi, by the way. I know. Hi, mom. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. It's 20 bucks. Go play. Hi, Caitlin's mom. How you doing? Oh my God! Anyway, so we uh, it's uh, we're excited to um to talk about this show because I've seen the show. Um, I haven't. You heard about the show? <laughs> I've got nothing. I've only seen I I've seen clips on social media of you know the the curtain call and that's it. Oh, it's it's so good, and uh, we actually have our insider correspondent. Uh, you, which we're the already, actual East Coast correspondent for BackToTheFuture.com. You know how some other podcasts have some random guy or an influencer or whatever doing things? No, we actually have a legit correspondent. Like he legit works for BackToTheFuture.com. Exactly, folks. And you know how much we pay this guy? We don't know. But, <laughs> like, but, I didn't give him money. Did you give him money? No, but I told him somebody was. Oh, all right. Yeah. Anyway, let's anyway. go. Let's go back to the future news in three, two, one. Hey, Doctor Sting. Hey, this is tomorrow's newspaper. Can I go to the library and look myself up in the old newspaper archive? Thank you. Back to the future news for this. Well, last like two weeks. Um, 
Let's see, Back to the Future birthdays. Uh, Huey Lewis and Claudia Wells both celebrated birthdays back on July 5th. So happy belated to Huey and Claudia. Happy birthday. Um, It's so funny. On our last show, we were talking about the premiere and all of our friends who went and all that good stuff. Um, Eric Tate, who uh, does the... Facebook page and other social media for Collect BTTF. Mm-hmm. Finally, after three years, um, his website went online, and so you can have you, go. Have you been it? Yes. Holy I shit. spent I spent like thirty minutes on it the other day. Um, so it's great. It's basically like a giant internet database that has pretty much every piece of Back to the Future merchandise. Yep. Like, you can look up. So if you're missing something from your collection, like, oh, I want to see the hoverboards. You could type in hoverboard into the search engine, and then, bam, you see the hoverboards. Or if you type in Funko Pops, you can see all the different Funko Pops. It's uh, pretty unbelievable, and we're just so proud of Eric. Congratulations. Congratulations, Eric. And we hope to have him on the show sometime soon. He said that he would uh, be more than welcome to uh, to come on and chit-chat about the website. But in the meantime, definitely go to collectbttf.com and Eric, uh, Eric check that out. Eric is definitely a McFly. Oh, yes, definitely very McFly. You know what I actually... When I was looking at the, at, the, at the thing of the whole collection. Yeah. I have something really cool. What's that? Oh, my God. <laughs> I used to have this. Okay, guys. Eugene just pulled out the Back to the Future Nintendo NES cartridge in its original slipcase. Yes, it um, is. Alex and I, my, my brother Alex, um, we, God. Yeah. Like, this is like the worst video game ever. It is the worst video <laughs> game ever. But we had it. And well, um, technically, under the, under, well, for yeah. the gamers, it's the second worst video game ever. That's right. It was uh, E.T.'s the worst. Yeah, because E.T. actually made Atari go out of business. Oh, wow. You actually have the booklet that That's comes with it. That's right. We'll, say, we'll take a picture. We'll, 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 yeah, we'll, we'll post, post it. it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did you where did you find this like online, or did you find it at a store? My buddy, uh, Dizzy. You know Dizzy? Oh, okay. Yeah, Dizzy. Dizzy drinks. Uh, Dizzy Tiki drinks. Uh, he's been on the show before. He's on the drinks. Uh, he goes and tells me, I got the best uh, present for you ever. And I'm like, okay, what is it? And I'm here, I'm sitting down expecting anything. And suddenly he comes up with this. And I'm like, what the hell is this piece of shit? (laughs) 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 I don't even have a Nintendo. But it's just so... No, it's 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 a a great collector's item. It's just for for collector's item purposes. It's the fact that I can say that I have the game. And you know what I'm going to do? What? If when I go see the play, if Bob Gale is there, I'm gonna have him sign it. Oh hell yes! <laughs> Just because I know he hates this game, so, so like, come on, Bobby. Uh, <laughs> it's your pride great. and joy. It's your that's red, great. It's your red stepchild. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Beautiful. That's so cool. What else you got? Uh, let's see. Uh, Darlene Vogel. Ah. Spike. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Take a second. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, nice. God, she's so hot. She is hot. She is hot. <laughs> I hate to Darlene, just, like, if you're listening. I, I hate to just blurt that out, but she's but she just is gorgeous. Hot. She is hot. And, um, and, and she's really cool, too. Yeah, she's so nice and so humble. Yeah. And, you know, anytime we post stuff on social, she always likes it. And she's just the best. Mm-hmm. Um, not to promote another podcast, but um, if you are a fan of the show Boy Meets World, and you're not listening to Pod Meets World, 
you need to do yourself a favor and listen to that podcast. They better promote us. I wish. Um, mm. <laughs> so, um, Darlene, who of course was on Boy Meets World for I think like only four episodes. Uh, playing, Who'd she play? She played the love interest of Mr. Turner. You remember the teacher with the mullet that Sean was like living at it, uh, living with him. Oh, he kind of took him in yeah, when yeah. his dad went running off. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So Darlene played the love interest of <laughs> Mr. Turner. And so she does a great interview with the peeps from Pod Meets World. And what's funny is that when she was on our show, and I was geeking out about her being on the show um, on Boy Meets World, I don't know if you remember this. but she Of course told, I do. I remember she, everything. She told a really funny story <laughs> about how the kids on set taught her that you could eat trident gum with the wrapper on because it just dissolves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's cool. They talk about all that and they're like, oh yeah, I remember doing that. So uh, go over, check that episode out. They talk a lot about Back to the Future because uh, Will Friedle, who played Eric Matthews on the show, huge Back to the Future fan. Oh, really? And funny thing too, that I would love if I could get Ryder Strong, who played Sean on the show, because uh, he, I believe, teaches theater or film or whatever. He's a teacher of some sort now. And he was mentioning that he teaches Back to the Future in his course. No. Yes. And he uses it as an example of a perfect script. So, really? yes. So, I'm just like, there's a part <clears throat> of me that wants to reach out to Darlene and be like, yo, can I get like writer's information? Because that would be so rad. I would love to get him and uh, what's the brother's name? Eric? Yeah, Will Friedle, Will Friedle. played the brother. Because he yeah. also played the boys of, well, his, for the Batman Beyond fans. Yes. He played uh, the, the, oh my God, what's the name of the character? The Batman. Yeah. Um, yes, he's the voice of Batman. He's the voice of Batman, yeah. But, um. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, no. So I thought that was really interesting. So if you want to hear a really good interview with our friend Darlene Vogel, go check out Pod Meets World. It is absolutely a delight. And if you guys are like, go listen to that show, tell them to like hook us up and like Wolf and Sean come over to What the Flux. Yeah. And be like friends of us. I mean, Danielle <laughs> Official can come too because who doesn't love Topanga? Oh, she was Topanga. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the three of them, it's Will Friedle, Danielle Fischel, oh, and Ryder cool. Strong do this podcast together. What about the other kid? Yeah. Ben Savage, nope. <clears throat> really? Nope. So the boy of Boy Meets World. The boy of Boy Meets World wants nothing to do with it because he's running for some... Um, oh yeah, he's a politician yeah, He's a politician now, right? now. He's running for some government seat in California and okay. unfortunately has cut them out of their lives the last oh, really? couple of years. Yeah, there's beef. Whoa. Where There never used to be beef because I met Will Friedle at Megacon a couple of years back. Right. And Ben Savage was right there next to him. Oh. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, there's drama. just totally won't talk to them. Really? Yes. Dude. Yeah, they did a whole article recently. I think it was with Variety where they, they talk about it. Like, <gasps> apparently Will was calling Ben every day for a month. Wow. And Ben wouldn't pick up the phone. So, what? yeah, there's some there's some super shady shit <sighs> going on with the Boy Meets World peeps. But go ahead, listen to their podcast. Boy it is wonderful. Boy Meets Soap Opera, just look at Boy Meets World. <laughs> exactly. Shit. And uh, finally, before we get to our guest. Yeah, he's over, he was over here waiting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Back to the Future of the Musical, which we will be talking about more shortly. I saw that. Did you saw that too? No, you didn't. I Dude, I'm going to punch you. 
Sorry. Um, Back to the Future the Musical, in its first four days on Broadway, made over How much? How a much? million dollars. How much? One million, One million dollars. dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations. And joining us now are back. Yes, he's still the the best friend of the year. Or he, no, he's the best friend for life. Best friend for life. He's best friend for life. There's nobody else that will ever get this honor. This is just his and his alone. Wow. Best friend for life. So let me get this right. Yes. <clears throat> he's the best friend for life. Yes. He's a special correspondent for What the Flux. Yes. And I have here also some notes. He's okay. also the... Senior East Coast correspondent for BackToTheFuture.com and now on the creative content in marketing team for Back to the Future the Musical on Broadway. Oof. And he likes long walks on the beach. He's a Capricorn. <laughs> and he le- oh, this is he also has skills. Yeah. He can put his left sock on before the right in the morning. No way. Yes. I can't do that. Well, there's only one person in the world that can do all those things. And his name is Drum roll, please. Steve How's that yeah. intro? Nice. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. What I mean, where do I go from there? I mean, that's it. That's well, it. I can, well, yeah. um, and you. I would also like to say that he's a returning guest. This is Steve's second time with us on What the Flux. Oh, really? You don't remember? Uh, nah. That was wow. a bad episode. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, Steve. I'm going to beat him up. Uh, of course right, I well, remember. This is the man who got us Bob Gale. You respect That's him. That's right. You Every- respect him. Dude, you know how some people have pictures of Jesus and stuff? I have a picture of Steve. Yes, you do. <laughs> right there on his mantle. That's right. Mr. Steve, how are you today, sir? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me back. Good to have you guys back on. I know you were you were gone for a while, um, but uh, so, it's so nice to just be able to open up my my podcast and to be able to find you guys, to be able to find new episodes. Um, so just uh, lovely to have you back in the Back to the Future uh, universe. So hello. Oh, I'm making us all cry and stuff. Where are the tissues, Eugene? Oh my God, look at that. As my grandfather grandfather used to say, tissue, I hardly know you. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) That's like an ultimate dad joke. That is the ultimate dad joke. (laughs) That's a good one, that's a good one. Uh, No, man, we we were always very grateful to you because you have helped not just... Uh, the podcast, but you help, you do a lot for the Back to the Future community. And that's actually one of the reasons why we wanted to have you on the show because, um, Steve, I don't know if you know this, but there was a little musical that started the other day. Oh, yeah. Little Shop of Horrors. I love that one. Little Shop, little, <laughs> little shop, shop of Horrors. That's right, folks. Oh, if you turn God. into oh. What the Flux, no, this is What the Horror with your guest, Caitlin Larkin <laughs> and Eugene Schnee. Just call me Audrey. Oh, Audrey. <laughs> Feed me. Feed me, Seymour. No, Back to the Future the Musical. All right, so Back Steve. Back to the Future. Yep. We're going to go. We're going to skip the foreplay, and we're going to go straight to the action. Whoa. That's it. <laughs> Tell us everything you know. Tell me everything. Without giving too much spoilers away. But you you are our first American representative (laughs) of the 
the show. Yes. Like from an American point of view. Yes. We've only ever had Brits who've seen the show. That's it. We want to have an American point of view. And Steve, I have a very important question for you. Yes, multiple choice, true, false, no, short no. essay, yes or no? No, no, it's direct to the direct to the point. Okay. Who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I want an answer. Well, so I, I got to, uh, who's your daddy? Um, yeah, well, his name is Stan and he lives in South Florida. Oh, hey, he's uh, hey, Stan. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. So, so tell us how did it go? How was the event and all that good stuff? Because all of our well, listeners are are winning in, in the. I mean, everybody wants to see the show. So, see the microphone is all yours. Well, you know, look, I gotta say, I had multiple attempts to try and go to the UK when it was in Manchester and London to see it, and just different issues with family and COVID, and there was a just. There was times where I, I just couldn't get out there, and I, I just I missed it. And I missed seeing, you know, I, I saw all of the fellow fans and friends who had gone out and seen seen the show out there multiple times, and just, uh, and I, I know I know Eugene, you actually went out there, and oh yes, um, I did, I did. So the anticipation that just to have it finally come to the states uh, was just amazing in itself, and. You know, just to just to backtrack, I moved out from Los Angeles to Connecticut two years ago, and I was the senior West Coast correspondent for BackToTheFuture.com for like 20 years out there. And I was really kind of like, all right, now I'm in Connecticut. Now what do I do? Like all the cast lives in California. All the locations are out there. Universal Studio, the back lot, everything's there. What the hell am I going to do in uh, in Connecticut? I'm like, I might as well just hang up my, uh, you know, my uh, hoverboard and I'm done. <laughs> um, so then, you know, about a year or so, maybe more ago, I saw the announcement that, uh, you know, Back to the Future is coming to Broadway. And this had been I'd been talking with Bob and stuff about this. And he had kind of given hints that it was coming, that finally when it did, I was like the first person I called within seconds, as soon as I saw that ad on the phone on like my Facebook, something popped up somewhere. Uh, And I called him and I was like, Bob, I'm here. I'm in New York. I'm 70 minutes outside of, uh, out of New York city. What can I do? How can I be involved? Um, And he was so excited to just to know that, you know, that I was so close to New York and within, I mean, seriously, within probably before the day was over, he had me in touch with the UK team who produces the show. And uh, I started talking to them and, you know, he was telling them what I did and he had a great endorsement for me. And then I got uh, brought on. I got brought on to the uh, to the team that was helping out here in the you know the united states to help do the marketing and the content and whatnot and um you know so all all of the 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 work that i've done for 20 years on the west coast you know paid off to have bob gale's personal endorsement which you know i don't like to drop names but i mean just you know it just it's nice to have that connection and nice to be able to to call him a friend and to have him kind of call that in for me and support me and now here i am continuing this journey in the east coast with back to the future of the broadway which is huge it's it's gigantic it's it's i mean it's it's the it's it's making money it's it's uh, the the talk of the town right now here in uh in new england in, in new york so it's just what it's it's a fascinating journey and uh, I'll take a breath and let you jump in. Sorry. No, it, it's just amazing, Steve, that it, it really just all happens for a reason. You know, your move out to the East Coast, it's uh, it, it's awesome that you're able to be out there and 
have that opportunity and to be that go-to guy. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm honored beyond belief. And um, it's been, you know, I, I started my kind of my first gig working with them was last October at uh, New York Comic Con. We had the uh, we had uh, John Miller, who's a great guy out here who has a, a replica DeLorean, which is, I mean, spot on it, it, it. It's 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 better than the movie. I mean, he has got <laughs> everything that is so authentic. Uh, he, he, you know, requisitioned all the parts from the same places that, uh, you know, the, the makers of the car, you know, uh, pulled stuff and it's just great. And he was there at Comic-Con. We had the, you know, a few days where we had the, the booth and, you know, letting people know about Comic-Con, uh, about Back to the Future coming to Broadway and getting them all teased and everything. So that was so much fun meeting the fans meeting fans who had seen the show, meeting fans who had never heard that there was a show coming, meeting the fans who were now so excited about it. Um, and of course you could see that, uh, you know, you could see that video was posted up. We, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, and, I, I was very surprised yeah, that I saw, great. I saw a lot of fans uh, dressed up. Any uh, particular yeah. uh, costumes that caught your attention? I mean, it's, I mean, at Comic-Con, there's, there's no, you no, know, no, I'm talking no... about the, when the people that went to, uh, well, he's in... talking about Comic-Con. We haven't gotten oh. to that yet. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wanted that good. So that was, so that was the, that was the first, that was the first introduction of the working with the Broadway team and whatnot. And oh, it's okay, just okay, okay, so, okay. so amazing. So lovely. And it, that was really where the excitement like people were like getting to know this is coming to Broadway and it was so great. So now flash forward, you know, here we are. Um, how many more? How many months was that? Maybe what? Eight months? Ten months after that? Or maybe I don't know. I can't do the math. But but here we are back. You know, on Broadway. And the other night for the opening premiere, I saw a lot of those same familiar faces oh, wow. uh, that uh, who had said, "Yeah, we're going to see it." And you're like, "Oh yeah, maybe." And sure enough, they were there. They were dressed up. They were Marty's. They were Jennifer's. They were Doc's. Um, and uh, and just that excitement of, of seeing these people who had no idea about it or had known about it finally there and being able to see Back to the Future on Broadway was just really it was moving. It was like, you know, hey, we did it, guys. We made it like, look, look how far we've gone uh, and we've grown. And, and here it is. It's, uh, you know, the musical on Broadway. And it was my first time seeing it. So that was for me like I was totally that that day. It was it was an emotional roller coaster. Um, mm -hmm. It was really, I mean, I, I kid you not, where just being in the moment that day, and it and it completely steamrolled into the next day, where like I woke up next to my wife, and I was like, I'm crying, and she's like, Wait, what's going to matter? I'm like, it was just so amazing, it was so emotional. It was like everything that you, you know, the, the culmination of what I've done for all these years, and then being able to now, here I am, I had you know vip access to to go all over backstage in front of the stage talk to the cast engage with them engage with the fans get feel their emotion uh, their excitement um it was just something you just you know even talking about it i'm getting worked up because it's it's just overwhelming and so amazing that the fandom for this back to the future is just keeps growing it keeps getting bigger it's from the heart and this show is going to I think just bring everything to the next rung. I mean, I, I, I'm not trying to, you know, I mean, I, people are like, oh, well, he works for Back to the Future. He's biased. He's involved. But I'm just, as a fan, as somebody who started off 30 some odd years ago, was it 38? Is it 38 years? Yeah. Or the yeah, anniversary? Yeah. 38 years ago. 
and as a fan and now like i really can honestly say i feel like i'm part of the family um and being able to be the storyteller who who comes out and makes these videos and interviews the fans and the cast and and shares that it's such an honor and such an amazing how was the uh, <clears throat> how was the know. vibe with the cast with the like what could you tell cast from the is, cast before cast and after the cast show? Is great. Yeah, so I mean, I got to meet them at the what uh, was the first in the first meeting. So it was the at Forty Second Street Studios where um, uh, Hugh Coles and uh, Roger Bart, uh, you know, but of course they came over from the UK. And, um, and for but those it was, who don't know, Hugh Coles plays uh, George McFly, and of course Roger right. plays uh, Duck Brown. Right. So this was the this was the kind of the the first meeting where the ensemble and the swings uh, who had been rehearsing for a few days before that. But they finally got to meet Casey Likes, who plays Marty and all the rest of the cast. They all everybody got together. And it was a it was a meeting of also the creative and the crew and the music and the um Everybody involved in all aspects of the show um, got to meet for that day. And it was just an electric energy um, that just was like, wow. And I was blown away. I got to tell you guys, Caitlin and Eugene, when like I know you, we, we talked about, you know, um, Nathaniel, who plays Biff. I mean, like he just was like when you, you, I, you mentioned on the last podcast, you guys did that, how he was like spot on the Biff. Like he could yeah. have been Biff's son. Yes. I mean, he is just, he's right there. Um, Tom Wilson needs uh, to take a DNA test because mm-hmm. I am not convinced that that is not his kid. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I will bet 20 bucks. That's actually his kid right now. Right. Right. Where's um, Mari when then, you need him? <laughs> and then, and I'm, I'm going to apologize that I don't remember all the cast names, but, but the girl who plays Jennifer, uh, Jennifer Parker, I mean, her energy when she came in the room was just so like, wow. And that, that, that moment when you saw Lorraine in the movie and she comes in with her girlfriends and they're all, they're holding their, they got their sweaters on and they're holding their books and they're all like, (laughs) and that, 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 that high school energy, it was that energy. It was that energy happening. Um, and she just was so Lorraine and I'm like, this is God, this is so perfect. Um, and Jelani, who plays Mayor Wilson, um, uh, you know, he, he is fantastic. Uh, they just all are great. And of course, you know, Roger as Doc uh, and Hugh, I mean, forget it. Hugh, if you've anybody has seen Hugh Coles, his he is George McFly. Like he yep. his, his mannerisms, his hey, you get your damn hand. Just his just his inflections and his his tone when he talks like George. He's he's got it. It's you nail it. like you could close your eyes and, and think that you know you're 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 watching the movie. Yeah, um, all the footage yeah. I've it, ever seen of him, it's just like totally spot unreal. on yeah. George McFly. But by, by the way, uh, Steve, uh, it was her name is Michaela Sakala. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And I'll let you say that as many times as you can in your accent because I will not try. Yeah, exactly. Um, no way. That's all you, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then and then you know, Casey, Casey likes is just like he, you know, Marty's going, hey, Doc, and he's got that high kind of voice. And, he, you know, when he talks, like Casey nails it. He gets that he gets that inflection of, of Michael That's J. Fox awesome. um, and the mannerisms. And what I love about Casey is that he is so hooked onto the appreciation of who Michael J. Fox is and everything that he brought to this role that he is now embodying and 
every interview I do with him, he makes it a point to thank Michael J. Fox on camera for just being who he is and just for, you know, creating this role that, you know, he's doing. He's just just so appreciative of Michael. And it's you can really tell like he is just having uh, the time of his life, you know, uh, playing this footage of him and actually with Bob at the gift shop selling. So do you recollect did you saw them? I was I was I was one person behind the person in front of me who was in front of Bob um, <laughs> uh, right there. So I was uh, and yeah, Casey came out like he was just he was standing right there. Like, you know, here's the star of the, you know, what was is now one of the biggest shows on Broadway. And he's just hanging out. He's hanging out. For, for, he's excited as a fan himself. He's got his phone. He was shooting stuff for his social media. <laughs> he just was there. And then when Bob did the ribbon cutting, he was they, they're looking around the store. Casey's hanging out with the fans. He's taking pictures like he just was like he was just like one of us. So, so we have a question um, about Bob. We are a little concerned about Mr. Bob Gale. We love him to death. But is Bob working as an usher at the show or <laughs> something like up, that? Eugene. Like, does he need a job? Because, like, seriously, he can work for us. Or, I mean, we can pay him with. He is. I mean, I listen when people joke about being the hardest working guy in showbiz. I mean, Bob Gale, no doubt, is. Um, he is, he has his hands so far in that production. I mean, it's, it's his thing. It's his, it's his baby. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's, he, he's written it. He's, he's producing it. He's, uh, he's, he's involved with the casting. I mean, he, every element, uh, that you can in, in imagine he's there and he just loves it so much. I mean, he just, um, he's proud of it, you know, I was just right Dan, as he should be. I mean, to, to, to see it come this far and uh, yeah. And he is totally there. He must've stood outside with Michael Clasterin, who's the official, you know, historian and publicist who's been with back to the yep, future. Yeah, they stood that. outside for at least maybe an hour and a half signing autographs wow. from hoverboard, you know, but, but, uh, skateboards, books, t-shirts, pictures, uh, talking to the fans, taking pictures, taking selfies, doing on-camera little video things for people. Like, and by the way, just he, he never charged for any of that. Oh no, That's no. Right. And if you and, and and look, had you gone to a, a comic con or, or, or a, you know one of these Hollywood uh, shows, you know where they do that, he you know might charge twenty, thirty yeah. bucks to do that kind of thing. Well, maybe 20, more. Twenty bucks. That's a steal. <laughs> you are adorable. <laughs> Who charges twenty, thirty dollars? Even hey, that one time I met Mark Summers, you know the host of Double Dare at Tampa Bay Comic Con. He did everything there for free. Go. For free. He was like, I'm not like these other guys. I do it for um, free. I was like, I you know, love you, Mark Summers. You, you want to know why? Why? Because it's Mark Summers. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Bob Gale, same same yeah. level right didn't there. He, didn't he get into a fight Absolutely. with Burr Reynolds? Oh. Yeah, I think he did. But he was but he was just engaging and he's so he's such a sweet guy and he just uh, he's just, you know, so proud of this and, and he just uh, is, is so involved. So just, you know, seeing him there and the fans, I mean these fans have, you know, they have traveled far and wide to not just see this show out here, but these are these are fans that go relentlessly over and over to the the shows in the UK and are you know are just so passionate and it's so great. I mean, I, and I've I've engaged with these people at different Back to the Future events in California, in New York. I mean, just all over the place over the years and. You know, it's great to see these familiar faces, but it's also just great to see the passion and how much it means uh, to 
to the, the Back to the Future community. I mean, so uh, just out of curiosity, I, anybody that you yeah. met that, like, who do you, anybody in particular you met that was like that their their story touched you like wow like that's like like they just kind of like um, caught, caught you by surprise or something memorable you know i mean gosh it's uh there there's a there's a girl named shannon who uh dresses up as, as uh, michael j fox oh, know and shannon. You, know, shannon. you know shannon right yeah. shannon she goes by shannon mcfly um Shannon is great. Uh, you know, just uh, her personality uh, is, is fantastic. Um, there's a guy named Fernando and uh, his friend Louis, uh, who I met them at Comic-Con, and they're just good friends. Uh, like, I think Fernando lives in Spain, oh, and wow. Louis is in... And Lewis is in Chicago, and I think they they were friends, and I think they actually met in person, maybe at oh, wow. Comic Con New York uh, for the first time. But such good guys, and I and I, here I am. I'm, I'm I'm shooting interviews. I'm doing stuff on opening preview uh, night on June 30th, and Fernando comes up and he's there, and he gives me a hug, and he's there with his wife, and he's like, "Hey, I brought you something," and he pulls out of his bag. He's got this like the program from Back to the Future in the UK. Uh, the musical and some stickers and he's got like this whole package of stuff for me and i'm like oh my god like just he's like i know you didn't have this and i wanted to give this to you and i'm like oh my gosh thank you um and i had no place to put it because i was in the middle of shooting everything for like eight hours but he ended up having to mail it to me because i couldn't get it from him but but just the fact that you know they're they're so appreciative and they're so thankful and, and they're giving and 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 um uh, the, the Stephen, who runs uh, the Indie Shaw Safari, um, the uh, BTTF, co- I'm sorry, it's BTFCosplay.com, yeah. and he outfits everybody for like you know with the with the shirts and all the different uh, you know apparel and accessories. He was like, hey, um, you know, you if you're going to dress up and you're going to be there, I've got a T-shirt uh, for you. Just stop by the hotel, you know, uh, it's across the street and I'll give it to you. So like the shirt that I'm wearing in the video I hosted for the opening premiere or the preview is from him, you know, and he just they're just when you say they were literally give you the shirt off their back. He was literally just giving me a shirt <laughs> from his closet. God, that's but, the best. Um, Back to the Future fans are just oh, amazing. Yeah. God, just really are, just really like are. And, well, the yeah. thing about <laughs> Back to the Future fans, if I may interject, it's that I feel like we're just a smaller, more niche kind of community. I, I don't know, because like you have these, you know, Star Wars fans, and you have the big conventions, and you've got you know stuff in the Disney parks now, and yeah. it's like, yes, there used to be the Back to the Future rides at Universal, but like. I don't know. There's just something small and homey and just wholesome about the Back to the Future community where, like, you can mention one person and be like, oh, yeah, I know that guy from, you know, yeah. this Facebook fan page or whatever. Or we've, you know, right. whatever. So I, I just love that we're a part of this little niche, beautiful, wonderful community. That's right. Yeah. I, I met a, I met a guy there named Tony uh, Rusko who runs oh. the Back to the Future. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, Tony? we know Tony. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, it's a small exactly. world, of course. Exactly. I told you. Um, um, and, and him and uh, Angela Smith, and they, yeah. they, I met them, and they just were they, – they, they had these stickers printed out that said Dreamer, which is, you know, if you see the show, you know there's a song called Dreamer that yep. uh, Roger sings. Um, Beautiful song. And so they called, you know, yeah, Dreamer. So he had these stickers he was giving out called Dreamers. They had, uh, you know, uh, pins that they had made up for the, uh, for the event. I mean – they're just you know, and they weren't asking. They weren't charging. They're giving them away. They're they away, just yeah. wanted to 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 have something to to give and, and support. And um, it's just really, it's 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 wonderful. It's it's it really. So, 
Um, Obviously, it's family. It's family. So, so we're talking about a musical here. Uh, see, what was your? Oh yeah. Opinion? Okay, I'll start singing. Hold on. <clears throat> a musical. Did you? I'm sorry. What did you want me to do? <laughs> wow. I, me and Kayla are looking at each other like, uh, okay. It's only a matter of time. <laughs> I still haven't listened to any of the music, by the way. I'm trying to yeah. keep myself like As totally spoiler As free until That's... I see the show in person. So I got to tell you, I did exactly the same. Good. That's I didn't, the way it I should didn't be. Listen to it, and I actually yeah. recommend that for people because that way you get caught more in the in the moment with the music. But Steve, now that you actually saw the musical, what was your opinion? Without you know giving too much away, but if you can tell us, yeah, what was your opinion about yeah. the music, uh, the the musical um, scores, and in was there any in particular one that got you, you know, that that uh, that was more memorable, more memorable than the other? That's a great that's a great question. Um, I I have to say it really is unique. I mean, Back to the Future is a musical. Even if you watch the film, I mean, there's so much music that's in it. Whether it's the the score or whether it's Johnny B. Good or Earth Angel or um, you know any of the Pinheads playing their music. I mean, the music is there. So the the fact that you've got the songs now that are basically expanding on the characters that we know and love and just kind of filling in the blanks of what they were kind of, when you watch the movie, maybe what was going on behind the scenes or maybe what they were feeling in that moment or right at, right after the scene switched to something else, we kind of see here's where they are and here's what they thought and here's what they're singing about now. And it really is kind of like it enhances it. So, I mean, um, the, the, the songs are, I mean, you got Glenn Ballard, you got Alan Silvestri. I mean, the, these are the, the guys who made Back to the Future what we love about it. So, I mean, the fact that they're involved with this in writing the songs, every song is like, it's fun, it's catchy, it's poppy. They mix in that vibe of the 80s. They mix in the, the, the songs from the 50s. So you feel like, you know, you're, you're in the eras and, and you've got the, that feel good fifties kind of, you know, uh, you know, soda pop music that, uh, you know, soda fountain sort of music. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then you've got, you know, you've got doc singing a ballad about being a dreamer, which you're, you know, you're like, what, you know, like, <laughs> but it, but it works, you know, it works. um, uh, you know, I don't know if there is one particular song that, that, um, that really stood out because, you know, I, I'm, I, I think going in and not knowing the songs, I was listening and, you know, being attentive to it, but I also was just watching the performances. I mean, that's really what drew me in was the energy and the movement. They just, these people did not stop moving. Um, it was exciting to watch them. They were jumping, they were flipping, they were rolling. Um, it just, you know, it was two hours of nonstop, you know, energy. It, uh, it was great. And then, and the music just, you know, it kept going. There's classics in there, uh, as well as, uh, just brand new favorites. Um, so it really, it's, it's, it's great. I, I don't know. I can't give you one particular song and, and I can't wait to go back in a couple of weeks and see it again and, and maybe find that favorite song. And, as well as um, with the musicals, that also includes dancing. What do you what were uh, what do you thought about the dancing performances? I it's, I mean it's watching like there was one moment it was on the on it was the, like the encore but they kind of they come out at the end and they they yes, sort of yes, yes. it's the, the final bow 
And I swear to God, and you can watch the video that I posted up and you can see my footage. I'm right there at the front of the front of the stage because they only so here's the thing. They only allow you to shoot. And this is kind of a Broadway thing I learned when they come out for the curtain call. Course, so yeah, you can yeah. whip out your phones. You can do the curtain call. Um, so I, I that's when they're like, OK, you got to get down there and get some close up shots because we needed stuff for the promos and for social media and all this stuff. And there's a moment where Casey likes runs from the back of the stage and he jumps in the air, and I swear to God, pause this thing. He must be six, seven feet in the high, and he high off the ground, and his legs kick out in front of him, and it's like, I swear, he, I think he's wearing jeans. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like it's just, it looked like he defied gravity. <laughs> and he just jumped up in the air, and he's just his legs are up, and it's like, oh my god! And you just did a, you just did a, this, you know, two hour show, and here you are still has this energy. Wow. Um, and the and they're just the choreograph. It's like it, it is like they're so in sync. Um, the movements are just you know in their hands with their legs. They're crossing. They're switching. They're flipping around. It's like it is a spectacle. It is a it is pure spectacle. Um, it is you know it just really. I mean I, I'm probably not even selling it big enough to you guys, but when you see it, you walk away going you know there there was one person we I, I was talking to on the way out, and he says. This is what Broadway is all about. This is what Broadway is meant Funny to be. Funny you mentioned that um, because <clears throat> before doing the show today, um, I was actually looking at some of the reviews, which, by the way, they're all being very positive. Um, very, right. very good reviews from not just the fans, but the critics as well have been giving uh, very positive reviews to this play. But one in particular caught my eye when a critic said, this is what Broadway has been missing. This form of mm. spectacle, this form of show showmanship. Yeah. And I yeah. started thinking about that because I started wondering, when was the last time that we saw a show? I mean, maybe Hamilton, but the thing with Hamilton well, was fun and everything. But Hamilton wasn't something that really got everybody I honestly don't think there's been as big of a spectacle on Broadway and I could be wrong I mean I only lived in New York till I was 13 but Phantom, Phantom. oh yeah Phantom but Phantom of the Opera is one of those shows that's been going on for so long well the, not anymore well not anymore <laughs> but when was the when was the last time that we saw this big spectacle for a Broadway show. That's what I'm talking about. Like I'm thinking like, well, I, you know, Hamilton had it a see... little bit, but the thing with Hamilton, it was like one of those things that people saw because people like were curious about it. But not like for Back to the Future. Everybody wants to see this because this is part of like, I ha I have to see this. Hamilton, it was one more like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go check it out. You know, people are talking about it. But the the, the, yeah. the excitement of the people that want to see um, Back to the Future musical, and that's one of the things that what this critic was saying that he was like, I have not, I've forgotten how exciting it was to see a show in Broadway. And right. I was like, whoa, and, and, those and, are and, big yeah. words. Absolutely, and you know, and I did see Music Man at the Winter Garden there before that closed down, and Back to the Future came in, and I think Some Like It Hot, which is the Two shows I've seen recently that I was really kind of wowed by the dancing and the music and just how kind of Broadway it felt. But I got to say, seeing the level of Back to the Future really kind of, you know, takes it a step higher. And it just really 
is something you haven't seen. And here's the other thing, too, is that there is, aside from the acting, you've got to um, you've got to imagine you're watching a show that the there are so many sets there are so many changes of going from hill valley in the 80s to the 50s to the classrooms to doc's lab Mm -hmm. to uh driving on the streets and there's this huge giant screen in the background and then there's all these practical elements of the set and they interchange and they are so fluid that you don't know where the practical set ends and the and the digital set begins, um, and you're literally looking at something going, "Wow, holy shit! Look at the look at the size of that that set piece. That's amazing!" And then suddenly, a second later, it turns into something else, and you realize, "Oh my! I was just watching a screen that literally looked like a physically constructed set was sitting on the back there." And it is just, it's fluid and it's amazing and it sells it in such a big degree and it makes it so much bigger because they have that ability to do the the digital effects. And of course, I mean, you know, there's a DeLorean that is part of the show. You can't have Back to the Future without a DeLorean. And there's a DeLorean that is on the stage. And from the moment that it appears on screen to the various moments that it shows up in other parts of the, the the show itself it's it's a DeLorean it, on the stage and it's it, driving around <laughs> and you're like how are you driving how are you driving a DeLorean but with the effects of the screen and practical there's there are ways that it and the, the you know the stages move and you literally feel like they are driving a DeLorean around Hill Valley in on the stage and it just blows your mind it, it's just I mean like this is kind of I think what the future no pun intended broadway shows will look at this show and go oh wow okay we need to up our game because look what they're doing and we need to take it to our, you know to the next level and i think this is going to literally change the history the future of broadway well i think um <clears throat> one of the best things about the point you just brought goes with the ending of the show without giving anything away. Sure, of course. Um, the ending of the show really... I actually thought that same thought of, that you were think, you just mentioned because here you're watching a, a show that just defined everything, all the expectations you can think of. And if they would have just ended right there, you would have been. I would have been satisfied. But then, of right. course, we have that ending that you just, everybody, when I saw it, everybody was in awe and shocked. I mean, how did they did this? <laughs> right. right. And right. without any, giving anything away, if you could summarize it with just one word, what word would that be? Whew. Um, maybe that was a whoo. <laughs> <laughs> what um, are you, Ric Flair? Uh, woo! Uh, woo! <laughs> um, it might just be it might just be whoo because i think it just um yeah i don't know i did it just you you walk away going they did it that's that you (laughs) what you what what you expect from back to the future you get it from start to finish literally so i mean it just uh it it just is it just really is it, it is woo for that for what for what that moment is and i think you just have to experience it i i have i have been on the set i've been behind the set i have seen the models i have uh, i've been explained what you know how the, the these things work and i still looking at it was like what wait how no how whoa woo so um no it's just so, so cool yeah. it's you know like yeah. the movies themselves were so innovative and were ahead of their time and now they're 
you know, ahead of their time, you know, theater wise. It's just, it's the best way to, you know, put it all together, it I is. guess. That was a good pun. Yeah. And then, you know, coming up, uh, you know, just in a couple weeks, uh, right. Uh, the, the official, I guess the official opening is August 3rd uh, for the show. They're obviously right now they're in previews, uh, you know, eight shows a week still. And, wow. um, but the July 25th is the big uh, uh, Michael J. Fox, uh, uh, Team Fox, uh, the whole the 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 Michael J. Fox Foundation gala. Um, so uh, that's going to be uh, the night that um, a lot of fans are talking about. Uh, that was the big. I, I it wasn't really public knowledge, but uh, to my to my knowledge. And then I got to the event and like everybody knew about it. It was like, oh, I guess it's out there. Um, but that's the that's going to be the real big red carpet night. So that's the night where the legacy cast will be coming out. Um, you know, the, the main, the cast of this Broadway show will be out there talking to the press and the media and influencers and, uh, special guests will be coming. And this is the, 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 the big show, the big, uh, red carpet Hollywood esque kind of thing where, you know, guests will be arriving, pulling up in DeLoreans and, you know, <laughs> being escorted to the red carpet before going into the, uh, the theater to watch the show. So that's going to be a lot of fun. It's not, it's not something you can buy a ticket for that night. It's a, it's a, uh, a private event, but, um, I think if you're in the area, you're certainly going to be in for a treat. Uh, just seeing, uh, again, that, that spectacle of not just the show itself, what is bringing, but what the outside is going to be bringing to that night. Uh, just really, you're going to feel like it's a Hollywood premiere, but on Broadway, and of course, because this Stevie's is, you know, this be is there. a big Hollywood movie. I'll be there shooting for, back to the future.com as well as for the content team uh for this production so i'm excited to to be flip-flopping on both um we could send you to... a what the flux shirt and you could do all three <laughs> <laughs> i could i could um so yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be really exciting and uh and and hopefully i'll be able to watch it again that night and uh i've already got like tickets to see it at least two more times over the next couple months uh, with my family and with some friends coming to town. So I, I know I'll be seeing it uh, quite a lot. And, uh, and I will certainly, while I'm there, just as I've uh, helped to uh, usher Bob Gale into to you guys, I will definitely uh, spread the word to some of the cast and uh, and you know try to get them to be uh, fluxers. Uh, <laughs> trying to and, get them fluxers. Uh, flux, flux fluxies with uh, whatever your uh, your 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 <laughs> fans are called um, on there. But uh, so we can get some more friends uh, friends of the uh, what the flux uh, you know all on board. Sounds good. Um, well, see, I you know I, I don't real, real quick. I don't know if you've noticed, and if you if you're following any of these people like Hugh Coles and uh, Nathaniel who plays Biff, but I don't know if you saw some of the news that like. Hugh Coles, I think it was right after the opening preview, he got mugged on the subway. Oh, I didn't know that. No that. way. Yeah, he got mugged on the subway. Um, Nathaniel was uh, who rides his bike around uh, New York. He somebody like some maybe like a movie, like a, somebody with like a baby carriage pulled out in front of him in the middle of the street, and he swerved, wiped out on his bike. Uh, like his whole side of his his body, his arm were just completely scraped up and Jeez. and bruised, and. What did these guys like? Did that stop these guys? No. Like Nathaniel went on stage that night and he still performed. And like they like nothing stops this this crew. They are just they are just so in it for the fans. They are feeding off that energy. Um, and all these all these little mis mishaps or like little hap you know things are happening. But it's 
they they are just so excited about performing and doing the show that you know ah, they took my the, hey the, the, that guy took my wallet you know <laughs> literally it's like you know that's what happened to George McFly oh, you know man. that's gonna um, be that's gonna be for Back to the Future two the musical that's right that's <laughs> right and, and 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 if you've seen the the numbers I mean the uh, in the first four days it made like one point two million and I know in like the second week Variety had or Hollywood Reporter had reported that it made another million plus wow. in its second week so it's it's killing at the uh, at the box office uh, the Broadway box office um, and it's just doing great and hopefully that momentum will just keep going uh, and it'll have a very long run on Broadway that's awesome well, Steve, our special correspondent for What the Flux, we thank you. Yeah. In f- <laughs> He's applauding himself. <laughs> Kermit the Frog. Hey! Hey! hey. That's uh, the we, Muppet Show. We can't, that was really good. <laughs> that's actually really good. Uh, we can't thank you enough for uh, giving us the, uh, you know, p- pretty much being the eyes of all of us there. The and inside scoop. Inside scoop, folks. Inside yeah, scoop. it's it really it's it really is an honor and a privilege and a pleasure and you know to just be Nominated. able to engage with everybody and you know tell the story and uh, just kind of keep uh, keep it alive from different perspectives and, I, and I'm and I'm very thankful to to you know everybody who supports me. Um, I had people at the event who were like, "Hey, we got to take your picture." And I'm like, "Me? I'm just the, the the stupid camera guy and the 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 the, the correspondent who really doesn't, uh, you know, I, I don't really always enjoy being in front of the camera, but somebody's got to do it, and I enjoy being able to be that liaison." Um, and so I was like, "Yeah, all right, sure, take the picture," you know. But uh, uh, I'm very humble about it. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in it for anything but just the the, the joy that I can bring to other people, uh, as well as the joy I take away from being part of the Back to the Future community and the family of storytellers involved. So well, thank you all for, you so for your support. That's what makes you the best friend of the of life. For life, for best life. friend for thank life, you. Steve Zarnecki, ladies Ooh. and gentlemen. Ooh. Ooh. Well, Steve, do you want to uh, take us out as you know, do you want to have the honors and uh, sign us off? Uh, I got to find a pen. Let me see. How do we? Um, where's the, the it's sign? pretty easy. Uh, it's pretty easy. Oh, but yeah, before okay, you do okay, that, it, Caitlin, where can our yeah. fluxies uh, know more about us? Yeah, you can always find us on the interwebs anywhere, whether that be Facebook at What the Flux the podcast. Uh, let's see, Twitter, that is What the Flux Pod. Instagram, What the Flux underscore pod. And if you ever want to send us an email or a voice memo to be featured on the show, you can always shoot those at uh, What the Flux Pod at gmail.com. That's right. Uh, Steve, anything you want to promote? Um, you know, please check out backtothefuture.com. Uh, it is your really your one stop for everything Back to the Future related, whether it's news, whether it's where you can find your favorite stars from the film, where they're going to be, you know, at for autograph shows around the country, uh, merchandise, um, everything. And they're, you're, I can tell you this. The website's going through some renovations right now, and it's coming back with some really big stuff. So keep your eyes focused on backtothefuture.com for a lot of really cool changes and updates. Um, and, of course, uh, you know, Back to the Future musical. Uh, just uh, check it out because, I mean, you can buy your tickets and, you know, find out the showtimes and not just for the U.K., but, uh, you know, Broadway. And, of course, the, it's next year, next summer, they're going to start uh, with the national tours That's of right. Back to the Future. Uh, so that's 
it's it's just again it keeps on growing and back to the future the musical is coming to a city near you in the future <laughs> <laughs> and, well, if, and if anybody out there can put their left sock on before the right in the morning as steve here <laughs> yeah. you know says we would love to see that fight here. Be, we, 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 yeah. we will promote that to, fight here and what the flux Right. It's got to be Back to the Future socks, though, oh, really, duh. if you're going to do it. Yeah, that's the only way to do yeah. it. All right, Steve. So that's here it comes. We're going to say our goodbyes. Uh, we're going to say whether it be the future or the past. And then uh, what's Steve's line? We'll see you next time. So you oh, know what to oh, say? Easy. Yeah, I, we'll, we'll see you next time. No, I got no, it. no, okay, no. Here we go. Yes. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop confusing the man. All right? All right. Whether it be the future. Uh, or the past. We'll see you in the future. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? All right, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to What The Flux. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at WhatTheFlux underscore pod. Please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five-star rating. And be sure to recommend us to your other time-traveling friends. I'll still a